Welcome to your patch notes for the month of June. I'm your host Paul James and you've got a special edition this month. You've got a week full of patch notes. Why? Because it's the biggest event in video games this week, E3. We've sat through each and every one of the uh, video game press conferences from all the big publishers that are presenting, bar Nintendo, that's a whole other thing, let's not talk about it. Um, and basically I'm talking to you right now because what you're going to see in the videos coming up is a full screen version of all the trailers that appeared with us talking over the top of them. That is because we've sat through numerous hours of game trailers, conferences, we've been up for 36 to 40 odd hours without having slept and we're looking slightly disheveled. We might pop in here or there but for the most part you will not see us. So to highlight what you're going to be seeing this week, Monday you're going to get EA, Tuesday Bethesda, Wednesday you'll get Microsoft, Thursday for Ubisoft and Friday you'll get a chance to watch and see what went on with Sony and PlayStation. Each of those, uh, each of those videos will last about 15-20 minutes where we discuss what we saw, what we thought and what it means for the future. So without further ado, let's flick to the next podcast. Welcome back to the last of our E3 2016 kind of press conference recaps. I'm your host Paul James and I'm joined again by Jay Parnas. We are both significantly tired but we've got one more to go, that's PlayStation and it was by far and away the best E3 conference we've seen this year. Why did you look at me when you said because that? Because you're more the Xbox guy, I'm the PlayStation guy and I'm <laughs> Oh, I, I guess. Am I, am I that guy? In this case here. I remember um, a time many moons passed when I used to be the Nintendo guy and yeah, now... And we both were and it was a, it was a happier time. Yeah, um, so I'd agree with that. <laughs> the conference has been and gone, and they wheeled out announcement after announcement after announcement. Yeah, there was the first of those being minimal stage talking, yeah. and by minimal I mean you could probably no, count the amount of sentences the, that were said. The longest, se- uh, you know, portion there was when they were referencing what happened in Oakland. Yeah, and by referencing, they were you know sending their condolences. It was it was very nice. Sean Layden did a great job with that. But the first game that kicked everything off. In fact, that guy's stage presence. I'd just like to take a moment to talk about. Like that dude, he looks like he's the anti-teleprompter. I think we, we were talking about that. He just looked like he was just smashing it yeah, out like a champ. There was either a press conference. Uh, sorry, there was either teleprompters everywhere, everywhere around him or, or nowhere. None, and he was not relying on a single one of them. And I'm inclined to believe it was the latter. What a um, champion, Vibribbon. Vibribbon. Legend. <laughs> uh, so things kicked off with God of War. Um, it was I originally thought at this point in the trailer here, I originally thought that what we were looking at was look Horizon. It does like, look a little oh, Horizon, man. the kid looks a little and ginger, sudden, let's be honest. Stepping out of the shadows here, the great man Kratos. Um, and then we get a significantly long Hi- demo, hipster beard, yeah. of which we're not going to show all of it, sorry, it's just far too long for Yeah, it was, it was a quite a long demo to just kick and on it was, with. It was fantastic. Oh look, it, it, it looked very nice, I mean... The, the first thing you'll notice here straight away is that like, God of War was always... You've got your set camera, and it like you've got control over this. This is a totally different approach to the game. And then you'll notice when uh, when it gets to things like the combat, there's just a very very different style they're going for. At the very least, they've taken keys from uh, Horizon because it 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 has that sort of perspective of off to the side a little bit. And even the look, a few of them kind of yeah, you know, for sure, that snowy sort of thing. We're noticing RPG elements appear with uh, you know the knowledge gained here for tracking and other things that pop up in terms of archery and those things like Which could potentially replace the uh, red orb yeah. situation. Yeah, because you'd always rip open an enemy and red orbs go spilling out, you'd apply them to your weapons or whatever and level them up. Well, this is a very different approach to that, potentially. Um, Combat had elements of old Gears of War, which we will see uh, snippets of. God of War. Sorry, that's a thing. If I do that, 
ignore me, pretend that I'm saying God of War. Um, it's, it's the of war that gets me every time. Um, yes, God of War. Um, Kratos, Chains, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, there, there, was, there was elements of the, of the combat that was the same where you know, you would, it would sort of do this little slowdown before you would you know, press a little bit of a, a key uh and then you know he would smash some dude's head but yeah. like, like kind of like a quick time event um it sort of looked like that uh whether it was an actual quick time event or not um i guess you can be the judge of that um there was definitely elements of the personality of kratos as well yeah, it started to creep out every now and then but it seems like he's very much a changed guy now whether this is his son or something i, I don't know um whether it's an alternate timeline or, or whatever the case may be I don't buy into that one but um, I mean we're about to see combat for the first time and there's there's elements of Kratos' former Greek god glory coming out here Um, but at the same time and you know the quick time events you can see the mash circle yeah oh there's um, there's a few gushing blood and there's a few later on and those sorts of things it's um, projectile attacks which is nice it seems like they're going for they're trying to bolster the our opinion of the character Kratos because in the past he's just big angry guy Calliope and I'm gonna go smash people's heads in yeah uh, he's what whatever like there was no sympathy for what he was doing um or you empathy you could see or... a relationship starting to build between him and his son or whoever him and this, this boy this who boy was hanging out um, yeah um, um, we, there's one point that sorry we probably won't get to show in terms of this where you look like, oh, he's about to do this really nice fatherly or, you know... Oh, yes. Like he's, yeah, hand hand on the shoulder. And... No, I'm going to yank that knife out of the deer's neck. Um, it was promising on that. On that yeah, story. it look, it definitely but, looks but like they're taking some writing cues. The emotional part of it. And yeah. they're working on it. How it ends up remains to be seen, but it's a promising start on that front. Obviously, we're getting the rumours about it being kind of Norse influenced. Uh, clearly true. Um, this reeks of kind of Norse mythology. And we're, pretty how, sure how this. Far they go is, pretty sure if you go and watch this video of your own accord, you will actually hear this. Uh, oh thing. What, yeah, whatever that is. Giant. Um, I don't look. This dude hanging out um, does actually mention Valhalla, which is obviously a, a Norse. Yeah. That's that's North North um, Heaven, I guess. Even the combat side of things. So, in previous God of War games, you could just stand there and wail on an enemy. You wouldn't have to focus too much on defense. Now that I'm actually Every looking at it, if you box. actually if you actually have a look on Kratos's back, you'll see the uh, the old logo. Oh really? Yeah. Have, oh, have I, a, I missed that one. Yeah. Have have, have a look for that one. I'll, if you, I'll if keep you my eyes there, there it is. Oh, yeah. The old yep, yep, inverted yep. horseshoe. Um. um but and then you've got here Spartan Rage. So look, it's referencing that he is background. at least a Spartan warrior. Um, but yeah, it's I've lost where I was going to be going with that. But sorry, uh, ruined your train of thought. The, the Norse things, yeah, it's a bit, it's a big influence there. It's it's looking fantastic visually, and the fact that the first time they've showed this game is with a a sweet elbow drop. It's it's fantastic. Um, so. I, I'm a little bit hooked watching it now, so I need to try and focus again. Good shot, kid. Um, on that note, we might actually move on to the next game because Sony started things off 
in sensational fashion. They basically said, here's all of our best, bang, 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 bang. We've got another long demo that we're unfortunately going to have to cut down. We're looking at Horizon Zero Dawn here, which yeah. is gorgeous as well. Um, oh, I don't know about that. Stunning. <laughs> Absolutely it, stunning. Look, it, it does look very nice. Um, um, HD red hair is fantastic. We've already had a lot to say about this game. Yeah, in, look, in it's... In previous podcasts and that sort of thing, I am just... Enamored. Clamoring to get my hands on this thing. And... Uh, and like good I'm, reason. I'm not necessarily tied to the studio either. The, you know, Gorilla did kill Killzone. And they were just mediocre shooters in the past. Um, but this is a massive, massive step up. It and just has... Got, it has a, a different kind of style where it's just... Yeah. It, it does pull you in. Um, and look, the character is... You know nothing, Jon Snow. Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's that, but it's it's this sort of in, inquisitive crossed with, um, I suppose, competence. Something that maybe like a Lara Croft would have. Yeah. Um, but again, you've got this setting where you don't really know what's happened to the world, so um, it sort of pushes that a little bit more, you know? Well, so, we certainly don't know... Anyway, at this point, maybe by... Well, I mean, the that's, that's, game, that's the thing. Like, from what they've shown, um, they don't really have an idea of what happened to mankind yeah. in, the, in the past. They've sort of got this law that they've built up. So, not even they really, really know. So, um, but yeah, look, there's, there's a lot of... of some new kind of some new creatures. And some new mechanics. Um, I don't know if we'll manage to get to it. I think we should be able to get to it, um, where you can actually tame a... Uh, one of the it was enemies, like a bull sort of, yeah, like thing, a bull horse thing, um, which was which was pretty cool, and you could use that like it was just knocking trees over as a result. And yeah, you could ride it around once you sort of captured it and uh, changed its mechanics or, or like overrode it or whatever. We're obviously clamoring for resources as well. We saw some actual real wildlife just bounce across the screen there. It looked like a pig of some sort. Um, so yeah, look, basically it, it, it does look like it has, uh, I think I mentioned to you as it was being shown, a little bit of that element of The Last of Us where you're actually cr uh, clamoring for stuff mid-combat. We couldn't get over the fact that she just slid Slid uphill. uphill. That was like, that was a rocker slide if ever there was one. Um, so yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. But, uh, look, there's, there's lots to like about the game. Um, and I wish that we could spend more time talking about it because... Can we, can we, we go all day? We will go as far as uh, an opportunity to kind of see that mounted combat. Um, there's a lot of intrigue going on. And if you, if you don't, if you haven't had a chance to see the full trailer yet, make sure to do so. Cause we're seeing some of these enemies, uh, these corrupted enemies, corrupted well, enemies which, which are different show, to the regular you know, there might ones. Be some relatively docile ones there that only attack when you, you know, initiate the combat. Um, but if they're corrupted these ones that actively game on they're after you yeah um, uh, and here a bit of a bit of dialogue so you're dialogue yeah so you're in, in actually interacting with people and look it doesn't look like this is a named character that you're interacting with so that's no, just joe blow yeah so look there, there may be some level of rpg in that regard as well yeah. um some potential changes that may come about of the discussions you have or it might just be information gathering who knows um Obviously, at this stage, pretty pretty early to tell that yeah. sort of stuff. But um, look, I mean, you can you can see obviously this is in engine and looks fantastic. So, do you think that they made the right decision making the announcement the game was delayed last week, than rather than announcing it today alongside this? Um, look, if I think if they had have led with that information and then showed the trailer, um, I think that probably would have eased people the because. Mass. 
Well, yeah, uh, you were you were the Far Cry inspired map. Yeah, definitely a Far Cry inspired map. That was my first thought, and you were coaxing them to zoom out just a little further so yeah, you could I was see. Yeah, get some perspective as to how big, how big the uh, world such map might be. But um, one thing that um, sort of got me was that uh, it seems like everything that you do is sort of narrated by the character, and I'm curious as to whether that's an E3 thing or whether that's actually how the game will work. My theory was that this was her first experience with a bunch of these different things, so she's kind of talking it through in her own head but then once she runs into another corrupted enemy or whatever she kind of knows what she's in for and yeah look I, I actually necessarily get that same narration I actually do hope his, that there is a bit of his amount yeah look I do actually hope that there's a bit of um, narration to it because it does give personality to the character yeah um, you do Rather get than to running around in silence all the time. yeah yeah for sure I mean for all that's said about Zelda I mean Link is just you know he's, he's, a, he's a sort of throwaway character I suppose he doesn't really have any sort of redeeming features other than he saves the princess you know yeah. so um having that sort of continuous dialogue where your character sort of or self monologuing really um it's 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 neat and i think um it could be done really well so on to the next game which is one of the most talked about games of pretty much the last decade yeah for the most part the last guardian or at least one of the most speculated games over the last yeah um it finally got itself a release date Yes, Finally. The Last Guardian, of course. What um, else could October, we be talking about? The end of October. Uh, it's releasing, I think, on the same day as the Skyrim so, remaster. Uh, was it 11? Um, no, like 26 or something like was that. Was it 26? It's, yeah, okay. it's, the la- it's the last week. It's wedged right in between Battlefield, Titanfall, uh, Skyrim, and then everything else that comes out. Every, Octo- everything. Uh, VR, everything else that comes out in October and slash November. Every game and its dog. Yeah. Uh, so we know at the end of the year is going to be kind of crazy. Uh, there's little things that they include, so you'll see shortly the introduction of a second bird dog creature. Thing. Trico 2? I don't know, who cares? What, whatever we want to call it. Um, I think it was the right sort of trailer, they didn't show very much. Um, Look, I, what I like is story the art that. design in this game is really nice. Yeah. I, the, the feathers on that bird, dog, bear, wolf, cat, monster animal thing uh looks really nice um and the sort of semi cell shading on the on the playable character looks really nice um agreed it's got a little bit of a wind waker vibe in terms of the, the faces look flat with still some level of detail but there we go there's there's two of them so that that will be again look the the investment there f- is, is not for me so for me i'm just looking at the well, just what I, what it's showing just exactly yeah. what it is because um, for me these games are just puzzles um and if the if the visuals can pull you into the world then that's obviously doing itself um a service and yeah you, you even there you can see that um the feathers just look fantastic uh, your wings broken there's there's a lot there's a lot going on there that we'll, we'll october 25th um now whether that's a worldwide release date i guess we don't know yet but i, I yet certainly expect it to be within that week anyway um who knows, the thing man, is, we're not, even, get to we're not even close <laughs> to having gone through all the exclusive games that Sony, Sony showed off they, at the beginning of the show. So yeah, this was in, what, the first 20 minutes? 20 minutes. So we're now into Detroit. No, it wouldn't have been the first 20 minutes. I mean, we had well, what, a, a nine-minute... Yeah. Yeah, sorry, probably the first half hour. Um, we had some lengthy demos there, but we're on to Detroit now, which is uh, David Cage and Quantum... Uh... You can do it. Oh, no. I've forgotten their name. Um, the guys behind Heavy Rain. The, all the guys behind Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls. Uh, it's their newest game, and it's intriguing to say the least. Um, not sure what to think, but there's certainly all the branching choices that we've come to know. It looks a little LA noir-ish, detective. Yeah. 
Um, obviously, there's there's you know negotiation and stuff like that, which I suppose it was sort of there in terms of the whole you know trying to get information out of people and whatever. Um, but it very much has like a tech vibe to it in terms of you know how you can recreate evidence and or, or like see what happened and uh, and yeah, your decisions just basically having an effect, so you can go in armed, go in not armed, whatever. And, then and how it's, you negotiate the whole situation. Um, there's also mention of like maybe the kid that's being held here survives or doesn't and there's there's aspects of you know law of robotics and stuff like that whereas you know this one who's got the little red ring around its uh, around on his on his sort of temple there which I'm sure is absolutely not a dig at Microsoft but would be hilarious Um, (laughs) red ring means it's not working right red ring and death yeah that's right Um, basically it's yeah it's this uh, there's there's definitely discussions here about you're a robot, you're supposed to follow orders and so on and Why so forth. Why aren't you sort of... Yeah. yeah. Um, and the main character as well is, is an android as well, so... Well, we don't even know if that's the main character. So, in the, the, well, in the original trailer, there was um, a female that had followed the whole way through. Um, someone who, uh, she was an actual TV actor. Of, her name escapes me, but she's been in shows like The Following and whatnot. Um, so, it might be a bit like Heavy Rain where there's multiple different playable cast members and we're just, this is just the second one that we're being introduced to. Perhaps, perhaps, um, yeah. But, you know, there's a lot to it. You're certainly right in what you said about uh, the LAR sort of similarities, like we're looking right now. Yeah, at definitely our, detective stuff. The, yeah, the detective stuff. But then there's plenty of, uh, plenty of, you know, conversational choice that dictates outcomes and there's lots of, like, it's your butterfly effect sort of thing. And, yeah. Um, you know, one one simple decision might result in the kid getting, uh, you know, falling off the top of the building. There, maybe everyone dying, no no one dying. There, there's a whole bunch of uh, bunch of choice here. That and how that affects exciting. your character, we don't yeah. know. Like that, maybe, you know, because obviously we're looking at a, a rampant android here, where and your character is an android witnessing all these things. So, you know, for all we know, that's going to affect your character's progression. Yeah, for as sure. well. So, um, so yeah, there's lots of branching choice, which is typical of a of a David Cage game. Um, it's Quantic Dream was the the name of the studio, by the way. It's well, well to done. It took me three, four minutes of video here, but it, it finally <laughs> came to me. Um, and look, it's it's one to watch. I think it'll be coming out next year, presumably. They didn't specify that in the trailer. Um, his games do typically take a while and I can see why because there's so much they've got to develop for all those different possibilities and choices there'd be a lot in terms of the story that they're juggling at any given moment you can see all the branches that are just appearing on the screen now just Mm. in this one scenario so then that's ignoring the knock-on effect of everything else that would follow Um, yeah it'll be it'll be interesting so we'll, we'll skip ahead and move on to the next the next game which is one that will divide I mean the franchise has certainly sure. divided in recent years but Resident Evil is back um, Resident Evil 7 it seems like it's actually Resident Evil it's back not this fast paced sort of crap that people have complained about in Resident Evil 5 and 6 look Resident Evil 4 the started horror. that and Resident Evil 4 was a fantastic fucking game it, it, I it, love it, that it, game would have gotten the balance right though that, that would be one of the keys, wouldn't it? No, look, it definitely... Look, it, it didn't. It didn't have horror. It was it was an action game. It was. But it was just a fantastic game. It was well-written. The the set pieces were fun. Your Even your escorting wasn't bad. But, look, when you think of it in terms of a survival horror game, I think it did it mainly because it was 
you know, it was making your ammo scarce and, you know, yeah. it, was, it was making situations tense because it's like, oh, I don't want to confront this because I don't feel like I'm equipped enough, so on and so forth, which, you know, that's that's always the case with a survival horror. But um, I think this is more your jump scare type of, you know, oh, God, there's a, there's a thing. Yeah, I was commenting a few times to this. And this game is uh, playable on VR. Yeah. VR, and... We didn't know that it was Resident Evil going into it. About halfway through the trailer, I'm going, nah, nah, I don't want any bar of this. This is starting to freak me out. This is slightly different to what we saw. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm a similar, a similar environment. We, uh, at this point, you already clearly know that it's Resident Evil, whereas we didn't know that until right at the very end. And what you'll find that when we get right to the very end is the game is not that far away. Yeah. It's coming it's out in January next year. Pretty close. Um, whether look, hopefully, it's hopefully, hopefully, they've, yeah, no, it's definitely multi-platform. They've they've said that it's but multi-platform, the, but the 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 VR, the VR aspect, who yeah. knows? Um, well, look, potentially, they, the yeah, they game. they didn't they didn't necessarily say that it was exclusive. They said it was coming to yeah, uh, PSVR. So who knows whether that's on the on the table? <laughs> look, it, it seems like they're going back to the roots to an extent, and it's certainly you know based on the reception that we heard from the crowd when they finally cut back to the stage mm. that was very well received and, and um, look with with Resident Evil look they've got a lot of damage that they need to recover from because that franchise that used to be just gold it, it just used to mean a good Resident game was coming you knew about it and you knew it meant quality and you knew that it meant you know like clench your butt cheeks it was probably going to scare the shit out of you um, now until now, potentially. I mean, well, um, yeah. Potentially, like I said. Yeah, I mean, I, it's based, looked, on, based on the trailer and a little bit of gameplay. There, I was no, 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 don't. I don't want anything to do with it. Um, yeah, look, it was no, it was no PT, but it, it definitely, like, it definitely stuck out that it was something to maybe know what you're getting in for before you dive in. Yeah, no, especially no. if you're going in with VR. If Capcom happens to send me a free copy, I'll consider it, but otherwise I do not want to go anywhere near that game. I would, I would like to be around for that. I'd, when, like, when to, I'd like to see you immediately shit yourself. Yeah, that'd be funny. No idea what I'm actually seeing and all of a sudden you hear... You I, I think, I think a lot of that sort of stuff, I think a lot of that sort of stuff's probably going to be on the screen as well. Yeah. This next one is big. Spider-Man. Out of left field. Now, there have been rumours that Sucker Punch, the developers of uh, the Infamous franchise, were going to be working on it. Insomniac close, games. Close. Insomniac games, though. So the studios developed Ratchet and Clank, Sunset Overdrive, Resistance. I would even argue that the voice actor for Spider-Man in this game is the same voice actor from Sunset Overdrive. You reckon? It sounded. Oh, look, I played a lot of that game. No, um, no, you know it back to front. I um, yeah, I would. And look, if if this is actual gameplay, I don't know if it is. But if this is in-engine, that's uh, pretty nice. Uh, it's it's it, crazy to me that the game's exclusive. Yeah, for sure. I like, how that could even how happen. Marvel would, but I mean, they're, they're climbing. Like if if Marvel was to do an exclusive Spider-Man game, they're going to do it on PlayStation because it's the bigger the you know bigger install base. I suppose, but, but it still seems a little bit odd. It does. Um, um, maybe it's timed. In perhaps Insomniac aren't a first party they, you know, as with Sunset Overdrive they made a game for Microsoft so but then when they say hashtag Spider-Man PS4 in development for the PlayStation 4 system it's yeah it, it seems pretty clear cut it's so yeah we'll see. pretty definitive no, no date but, but maybe next year um, so we're moving on again 
we're up to some Call of Duty. Uh, we'll Surprisingly. Keep, keep very, very brief because there's a lengthy gameplay demo here. Um, that is worth watching. Really worth watching the whole Surprisingly thing. Surprisingly very... I'm so anti-Call of Duty and it took till probably the last two or three minutes before you go, you comment, I think this is Call of Duty. Yeah, they, um, they, they very... I started to see it then myself and all of a sudden my bias started to kick in. I'm starting to find excuses to go, nah, I don't want to play it. I mean, you thought it was, you thought it was, you thought it was a VR game to start with. So that's, um, that's how sort of off, off the mark um, we, we both sort of were. Yeah, like our preconceived ideas about what Call of Duty is. Yeah, and, and, and look, the they, they made no reference to their own franchise, basically. They, they, this was just a game. Um, I, at first, I thought it was Titanfall, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, which... No, so did I, actually, at one point. You know, it, it's, it's a surprise, because, I mean, we didn't see any Titanfall with Microsoft, so I figured, well, logical thing will well, be. The last one was exclusive. Titanfall was, in terms of the EA Play show, Titanfall was playable on PS4 systems, not Xbox. Well, there you go. So, so I even then that... Up, but so did I, for sure. But the record, um, there's no Titanfall content coming up here because it wasn't a PlayStation. And look, and you this see game. What look like Titans walking around here? It's um, just big it, battle max. It looks it's like Titanfall, but in the end, and credit it, to it, they sold it fantastically well. The um, thing that the thing that sort of clued me in was um, that I was saying to you before the the grenades that you throw are very much like in advanced warfare, how they basically they home into an enemy and and pop them up. And if if you watch the full the full gameplay you'll you'll see that but um look it looks real good it looks like it handles real good it does some cool shit whether this sort of flying your spaceship which it there is definitely a full scene of you flying the ship around and and shooting enemies how interactive that is, is i don't Imagine really know it. yeah uh, and how much of the game that is again remains to be seen but uh all of the aspects of this shone pretty well really like, promising it, it made me think it, that maybe I should look at picking up you know Call of Duty at the end of the year and I can't believe I'm saying it I, when was the last time you even considered that as an option I don't think I have well there you go <laughs> outside of when Modern Warfare came along and even then I was late to the party um, so, so look, no the, coincidence that, the, that uh, the original Modern Warfare is going to be in bundled in, in with bundled this one if you pre-order but so look, the, the thing for this with me, oh, sorry, the thing with this for me is that, oh, look, at this part, I thought I, I even cracked the joke that it was going to be Ace Combat, just yeah, because, again, we were, we, were, we were spitballing VR, but... We had no idea. The, from here, you see some, like, and, and we, we'll probably leave it a little bit just so that we can see some, like, out of out of ship combat because that's probably what's going to be the main portion of the game. Yeah, um, you see that there's, there's a bit of grapple hooking, a bit of just cause in there. Um, which is it's, it looks real nice it, it, it just looks good and yeah, it visually does look, visually it looks great but um, just in terms of gameplay it looks like it looks great too yeah it just looks like it's got something different um, at, and something that you're not really expecting from a Call of Duty game and even at this stage it, it doesn't really look heavily like a Call of Duty game. It just no. looks like a new... And that, yeah, that was there, the grenade there. There's, there. there's homing thing, and that's when you first thought... Yeah, that's... Call of Duty. So the first one got away from me when he, when he fires another one and it sort of goes vertical and then it does a loop-the-loop. -loop. I think it's around about here. Uh, he's going to throw one and... There it is. 
that was that there was me being like okay you know i think this is it and uh you had that realization of oh this thing that looks cool might be a thing that i don't like by principle i'm conflicted um and look at this point the only reason why i may not buy call of duty is based on oh, look based on this demo and you know it's a vertical slice but based on this demo i feel like the only reason i won't buy this game is if i've just got too many to juggle which I know which is, is going to be a thing at that time. Which I is a credit be, to this game because... The fact that I'm even considering it Absolutely, absolutely. And I can imagine there's a lot of other gamers out there. Probably a similar sort of thing that have been kind of anti-Call of Duty for or even whatever just, their reasons or are. Or even just OD'd on... Yeah, maybe just burnt out on the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, for sure. And are considering going back, well, they sold this very, very well. And for argument's sake, uh, was much more appealing for me than with... Um, Battlefield. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, there was nearly said Battlefront for a second there. I'm yeah, like, we're starting to get all these things up. <laughs> it's starting to get kind of messy. Yeah. Um, so we'll get back to some more VR-related stuff. So a surprise to most everyone is that Rocksteady, in fact, is not done with the Batman Arkham games. They're doing a Batman well, Arkham VR game. To be fair, there was no Arkham mentioned. I don't believe. Yeah, no, it says uh, Batman Arkham VR. Oh, did it? Okay. Um, which is the the title is at least going by for the sake of this it's coming out in okay. October so presumably alongside VR is that going to be part of the remastering of the old Arkham games you think no because that's that's out but, or will be out already could, by then could be a patch maybe they might patch something in I, I doubt I it I mean look it, it might just be might something be that's exclusive thing. to you know PSVR it might yeah. just be something that they say hey look here's something we're bundling in or it may just be hey look we're going to bundle in VR for this game, maybe just detective mode or something like that. Yeah. Well, they're not really giving anything away in this at all. Like, you, yeah, you, you'll yeah. hear the Joker talking if you go back and rewatch the trailer. You can obviously see Batman's mask and the light, uh, the eyes light up. But that's it, it. It doesn't really tell you anything. Batman Arkham VR. Um, that's that's all you need to know. It's 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 more Batman. What, whatever it ends up being. What? Yeah. Whatever that means. Things. So and exclusively to PS. So there you go. So. Look, why not? Uh, I'm looking for games that can justify the VR. Um, I've got my VR on pre-order already anyway. I have like an Xbox, Batman games, so it doesn't... It's not relevant to you, but... Yeah. Yeah. Look, there was, there was a bunch of uh, VR stuff present. Uh, we're looking now... We're about to start looking at Farpoint, which was another VR game. Yeah, that was up. the... Uh, it was the we, desert-looking... We, we ummed and art about what it could be for a while. Yeah, it... But it looks sharp. Yeah, it looks it looks nice. Um, that that desert sort of landscape will presumably look fantastic. When oh, I'm I'm sure when it's centimeters from your eyes, and when it's like full three D, full yeah. stereoscopic three D, it's those. Though, look, the one thing I worry about is that those dust clouds because stuff whizzing at your face in VR. I've heard can be a real nausea inducing situation you can so, only hope by now that they've nailed the tech and that's not going to be an issue well games that are out are, are still doing that but so what was it? oh i suppose no it was originally i thought it was call of duty was a vr game so i was getting really really worried about but call of duty was, was shown out. after these yeah games. I, I was really edgy about oh my god this is a vr game i can't possibly play this i'm going to throw up i'm yeah. pretty bad for motion sickness and i thought i was going to be in all sorts of trouble there turned out that it was call of duty and i didn't have to worry about it but um, then again, you know, we'll we'll see, and that's and look, I, pro I probably suppose that that will be maybe there maybe there just will be games you can't play. Yeah, just because 
my pathetic stomach and head can't handle it. Um, but or maybe you get used to it. Yeah, I, I might acclimatise. It's there's a big change for everyone, I think, when it comes to this in terms yeah. of the industry and in terms of those who actually you know wear the headset. So far point, we don't know much about it, but there's, there's it is what it trailer. is. Trailer, we'll presumably find more out about it, PSX or sometime in the future. Um, we don't have all that many more to go. Final Fantasy 15 had some. Uh, yeah, you could you could play as one of the characters it, in like there. That was kind of was, whatever. I I, don't I would argue I'll, it's a bit throwaway, but I don't you know. think I'll go anywhere near that really unless there's unless there's a few trophies attached. One of the biggest things now, what we're showing you right now is a trailer for Skylanders, but the crowd exploded when Sean Layden, our good friend, walked back out there again. Mr. Vim Ribbon himself. That Crash Bandicoot is back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, HD remakes of the first remasters. So they remaster. Okay, they're sorry. They will be. Three, yeah, so they will be one, built built from the ground up. Um, yeah, they're back. Now, the first exposure we'll get to Crash is in Skylanders, which is why you're seeing what we're seeing right now. They've partnered up with Activision, Activision to make this happen. Yeah. But Crash is back sometime in the future, and the crowd went wild. Yeah, the crowd loved it. Um, um, and I think, look, you and I were discussing um, sort of post this announcement that uh, maybe this uh, HD remastering will potentially just be something that they use to gauge whether whether future work out how crash translates to the modern era yeah you know, for sure and look if it ends up if it ends up being something like ratchet and clank i mean we saw how well that performed this year and that was a that was a hd remastering of yeah, the first sure. game so if they're doing three of those you know that's some serious business moving on to other we're serious done, business so another another big name uh, came out in the conference Mr. Metal Gear himself. Mr. Metal Gear, who's no longer Mr. Metal Gear. Well, uh, I mean, he'll, I he'll always be Mr. He'll Metal Gear. Always, but, he'll always uh, have that following. I believe but, um, the uh, the orchestra was doubted for uh, a uh, particular chant that they, they were... They started, and if you've watched the conference, you'll know what they said. We won't repeat it, but um, to hell with you, Konami. Uh, yeah, like that, except a little more With course. some more colourful language. Uh, something about is really, really entertaining. Something about Pachinko, I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, we know that Metal Gear went pachinko recently. Uh, yeah. Aware of that. Disgusting. Um, anyway, uh, so what we're seeing right now is a brand new game from Kojima. We know that he buddied up with PlayStation. And we know uh, that it's nowhere near. We, we know that it's not anytime soon. I can't it's... imagine we won't. We'll see this until at least 2018. At least. That, uh, no, I would, I would argue that even later than that. I would, oh, yeah, but sorry. I think 2019, that's, I think that's 2020. possible thing that we could get out of it. But we're seeing Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead, who was in that PT demo that Kojima and uh, Guillermo del Toro yeah. put together. Um, del Guillermo, Toro's name, I believe. Guillermo. Guillermo. I'm not, thank you. Uh, his name didn't appear in the credits whatsoever, but we do have Norman Reedus and Kojima back together again. Two out of three ain't bad. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, so, look, we don't know a hell of a lot. There's. It doesn't really tell you a hell of a lot. It's quite strange. We're seeing lots of kind of inky. Footprints, handprints. I, yeah, I don't really they're, they're, def they're, they're handprints and, and, and stuff and things. Yeah, it almost has a bit of a hanging up above the ocean. We don't know if you played that uh, Bloodborne cut out of Mr. Reedus's stomach. Don't know if you played that Bloodborne expansion, but no, uh, I haven't. You get to the later parts of that. Looks pretty much like uh, like what we're saying here. So, oh, okay, it's a similar sort of feeling. Yeah, right. so um, from software confirmed. Um, <laughs> uh, look, 
we will what, be what this, quite some time for this game. Yeah, what, what, what this even is. I think we'll be waiting a long time just to find out what I the fuck this even I is. I don't think Kojima really 100% knows what it is yet. Probably not. Um, but uh, look, this is probably just a, a, a bit of a, you know, muscle flexing of, hey, look what we've got. Yeah. Um, look who look who we've got, you know. Um, you know, we've, we've got this actor and we've got this, you know, legendary developer. Um, we're going to do some cool shit very soon. And yeah, so and by very soon, it, not doing very an soon. For PlayStation, which is why PlayStation's pushed him out. There's like, go do it, do it, do it. Yeah, pro- yeah, for sure. Kojima's name carries so much weight. Yeah, um, especially after the reception of the has gone on. Yeah, well, not not just that, but how well the Phantom Pain did. Yeah, like that game scored scores that most like games it, will dream of getting. Yeah, and 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 did things that most like that most Metal Gear fans didn't even see coming, yeah. and even people who aren't Metal Gear fans loved. So Death Stranding is the name of the game, and we don't have much left at all. Nor do we have much battery left, so we'll keep this uh, this next one <laughs> relatively brief. So the We've next got one, one is one final game. We'll try and crowbar some extra gameplay in here for you because it was broken up over two segments. Sony Bend is a studio that we have seen or heard nothing from since about 2011, 2011 I think when they said, released yeah. Uncharted Golden Abyss for the Vita. And the nature of that studio, where they're located so far away from where the majority of the gaming community is, is that very rarely does something leak out. We got some le- uh, leaks though early in the year about something called Dead Don't Ride. Um, and, a, and, a, and a little description about it. That's not what it has eventually become. It's called well, Days Gone. But that's, that's not the name, the, but the... The uh, of yeah. the game is still the same. So we've got motorbikes, we've got the dead. Um, Which, surprisingly, does not actually show up in this... Uh, in the trailer. In this, yeah, in this little, and sort of, I guess this would class as the announcement trailer. Uh, it's, I guess, give you a bit of world building. Um, when, when you get into the... Uh, the gameplay a little later... Which hopefully um, we've been able which to get... Which we will somehow... Yeah, we'll somehow squeeze it in there. Um, it looks the gameplay like, looked done, finished. It we commented numerous times, and it if, was running. If you watched it, or if you are watching it shortly, you'll see that there are just waves and waves of zombies coming and when, pouring at you. And when like, we talk waves, we're like, not talking puts, horde mode. We're talking lit. Almost to shame with the number of zombies. It does put Dead Rising to shame, um, um, for sure. And when you, so when you're saying waves, you're literally meaning like the tide. Yeah. They were literally like pouring over well, zombies, obstacles. Zombies, they are anyway, but some yeah. sort of zombie. Yeah, yeah. So the, the zombies were literally pouring over the top of the obstacles you're putting in their wake. So they would like, sort of get bunched up, and then and just then this huge. Start falling over the top of one another. It was it like it looked a little tech demoy, but um, it just looked fantastic. Um, and I mean, look, there, there was there was little bits of it, like the the infinite ammo and the. Um, well, that's that's for the sake of them demoing the game, I presume. But um, <coughs> excuse it, me, it looked sensational. Uh, and the the most impressive thing about that demo part of it is that the game just purred, like it did not struggle with. As we said, waves and waves of these zombies. Literally hundreds of zombies on screen and moving at a quite frantic rate. Not to mention you had your your lens flare and your movement and all of that sort of stuff. And again, for an E3 demo, for a game that's not been announced before. This was fantastic. There's there's definitely something to it. I mean... Given, Given that you're up, like you're going up at the same time as Horizon and God of War and... 
Detroit and off the back of games like Uncharted and that sort of thing, this was an incredibly impressive demo. Yeah, and look, it, it was definitely the thing that they sort of hung their hat on at the end of the show. Yeah, um, and I, look, I, we had we were talking about it through that demo. We thought they were going to announce a release date, and we yeah. thought it was going to be this year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and and in the end, we got no dates specified whatsoever, which Not could mean year. that Any, you know we might get something later this year. Yeah. We might get something early next year. Um, but that's the thing. Like, if this is getting ready to be done. Or if this is at that at that level, I mean, and we already know that it's, they've been working on it for at least five years, presumably. And we know that Horizon is being pushed to early next year, yeah. and we can see how polished that looks already. With how polished this other game looks, like it's, it can't be that far off. Yeah. Um, and I think that was kind of the the feel that I got across this. It was un- unlike Microsoft where. It was, hey, here's some stuff you already know about and is not going to come yet. PlayStation had we that. We seem to have some relatively definitive sort of, at least Windows. Yeah. Like, we, we felt like that was we, we, we got, yes, we, we got some confirmed dates and all that, and that was fantastic. But there was nothing really all that new shown, and a lot of it was like, yeah, cool, it'll be either you know, late this year for some stuff you've known about for a while, or next year for some yeah. other cool stuff. Whereas with the Sony conference, there was, hey, here's some stuff you've never heard of, and it looks like it's basically done. You know, this is what you've and, got to look forward to in the next sh- eight months. It should be mostly done in a lot of these games. Like, Sony has been criticised a few times over, the, despite their incredible success this generation so far. They have been criticised for the fact that their first-party studios have not been churning games out of, at any significant click at all. Yeah. We started off with Infamous, which was good. And then, but not great. Oh no! But sorry, like it was good that we got one out. Yeah, yeah there wasn't the best infamous game that uh, they put out, but it was still it was still a very good game. But um, then we didn't really see anything until Drive Club Drive Club came along, which was meant to be a launch game, and then got. Delayed I mean, there was there was a Gran issues. Turismo in there. Uh, no, nah, we're still waiting on. It. So Gran Turismo Sport is one. Was game. that you not? Might have seen in the oh, that must have been that was a bit late PS3, wasn't it? Well. Yeah, that Gran Turismo late, Six was a yeah, late PS3 game. Late PS3. It came out after the PS4 came out. Yeah, that's why I'm getting confused. Um, but we actually haven't seen anything from them. Uh, we saw a little bit in a sizzle reel at the end, yeah. but it's basically oh, look, just to let you know it's still is, coming. There's plenty of games that they didn't show that are you know, deep in development. Uh, Gravity Rush 2 is coming along, and there's a trailer that I've got for that that I won't put in there because it wasn't in the conference. There was, su- um, there was a surprisingly... Like you said. There was a surprisingly small amount of indie games. Yeah, I think they... There was no Devolver, Sony, who's, been, who's had a big sort of presence do you think over the last couple of years do you think they were just addressing the fact that they've been criticised for not having many of these big first parties out so alright let's give you what you want um, we didn't even see Final Fantasy 7 there which like the remake which was one of the big things they hung their hat on last year I think maybe it's just that hey this shit's done now we can show it it's not going to potentially fall flat it's, on its face yeah, it's not going to do a last guardian we're not going to see it for 10 years well no not not that I think it's they were they were hoping it wouldn't do an Assassin's Creed where oh, yeah, they yeah. demo the game and it just Bugged does not fucking work, yeah. Um, which happened with, I think it was both Black Flag and Unity when they tried to show yes. it at... Um, particularly Unity didn't work. Unity didn't work, yeah, after release, yeah. Um, so I think that was that was kind of a big deal um, for them, probably putting it out and showing, hey, not only is this shit, does this shit look good, but... Oh, look at it running. Yeah, it, it runs well, there's mechanics here, this is not just a tech demo... There's, there, there are game systems here, like time has been put into these and games I, I and must, they are coming. Yeah, I must applaud Sony. They, I mean, and Microsoft does a pretty good job of it as well, but um, 
But let's be honest, Sony's no one's going to be talking about Xbox's conference. Yeah. After that... I'm sorry, I don't mean necessarily in that regard, but I mean, like, Sony, Microsoft does a good job of it too, but Sony is prepared to just hold onto a game and just give the studio the benefit of the doubt over and over and over again to ensure that game comes out the way that the studio wants it to come out. Yeah, I suppose um, it's kind it's of that old-school like, Nintendo used to do that a lot. A delayed game is sometimes good. A rushed game is always bad or something something to that effect. Yeah. Me and Matt are quite... Uh, every single person seems to tell it differently. I don't think anyone knows exactly what it is, but I, it was a really cool line. Go interview me, Matt. Um, he'll, he'll know. Yeah. We'll get him on here in this cast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll post <laughs> him in right here. Right, <laughs> right somewhere. Um, yeah. Uh, we've nearly went for a whole week without doing that. Um, uh, did we? Anyway, um, so that's most everything that we saw PlayStation. Like I said, there's been a few things that have come out since. There's a few things we had to skip there. You're right about the indies that we didn't really see much of that, but we know they're going to be uh, they're coming. Yeah, I mean, presumably, like, I mean, the thing is that the they, there was there was there in the in the sizzle reel. There was you know some ukulele and all that the sort of stuff. They were PlayStation all... Xbox is that um, PlayStation has its own event at the end of the year. And they can throw whatever they want at it. They've got all the time. Not to mention they have a big sort of showing at Paris Games Week. Yeah, and, and they could choose to use Gamescom if they want. They, they did years. They didn't last, last year. Was, yeah, last year was the first time they didn't, but they might return this year because Perhaps. they've got their big first parties out. Now let's show, show you some of that other stuff that might for sure. satiate you while you wait for And who knows? We might be having an inverted discussion about this stuff come Gamescom or you know other events later in the year even even TGS I mean Microsoft doesn't really show much at TGS yeah. but their third parties you know, like like Platinum might yeah they you know. might they'll be yeah they'll be there and you know Final Fantasy which is going to be on both that's going to be well, there but that'll be out by the time TGS comes along oh is it really yeah but um I can never remember so when TGS is is it November October? yeah November and oh. Final Fantasy September um my final question for you before we wrap this thing up is don't do it don't, don't ask for who won don't 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 say who won please don't. no no i'm not Good. playstation playstation neo was confirmed not to be present before the conference they followed through on that it didn't show when do we actually see it because xbox has now gone and show, told us about this shown their mega flops um which is if you base it on the rumors and turns out all the names and everything that's been said about both consoles are all turned out to be confirmed legit the neo doesn't stack up close to the Scorpio, do we think that maybe it didn't show up because Sony knew this and is upgrading, maybe adding a bit more to the machine? Or can they afford to add more to their machine? Can they like, where is that money going to come from? Because yeah. I mean, well, Microsoft is not. Brand is there one? I know, but Microsoft is not developing VR. Yeah, I think a lot of their tech money is probably going into the the VR. Yeah. So, like, can they well, they're afford obviously doing to? VR, so it's just yeah, obviously a matter. Of, well, it depends. They might. Most of the consoles these days are you know sourced third party parts, so maybe they can go to AMD or maybe Nvidia or whatever. We need more like of this. We this, need this. Give us we the need thing. More, give us more flops. Um, <laughs> That's a that's, that's a really bad. It's the term they used, and it's um, funny, and I'm going to keep saying it because so, it's funny. So you know, whatever. I, I feel like we'll still see Neo before the end of the year. The talk is the rumors about Neo, and this is well before Sony then confirmed that it was actually a thing. Is that they were telling studios that they needed to ensure that games were compatible with Neo by October. Now they didn't show it here, but maybe that's Gamescom, maybe that's Paris Games Week, PSX, whatever. But I feel like it's still presumably in line for this year so i can't work out why it didn't show up unless they knew that their console was 
well inferior to the. I mean, other. perhaps it's perhaps it's a money thing. Maybe they knew about the uh, X Bones, the X the Xbox yeah. One S, and because that was a very low price, two ninety nine US. I'm surprised we didn't get a price drop. Sony doesn't need to because they're well on top, but maybe it was worth considering. But ma- maybe maybe saying, hey, look, here's our PlayStation Neo. It's going to be 500 bucks or something like that. After hearing, yeah, but I could get that Xbox One. I don't plan on getting VR. I don't have an, I've already got an Oculus or something like that. Yeah. I could get this Xbox One S at like a fraction of the price and it's just going to sound. Like, it could be any number of things. Yeah, it, may not be, it may not be the tech side. It might just be the money side. All right, so we'll wrap this thing up. Um, PlayStation, for me, clearly a big, big thumbs up. This was a fantastic conference, start to finish. I think... Not much filler, just brilliant. I think 2K was probably the best showing this... (laughs) No Red Dead, what the hell? No Red Dead. Oh, well... Ladies and gentlemen, no Red Dead. Um, Keep your lassoes firmly in your pants. (laughs) No euphemisms. No Uh, euphemisms. So, that's it. Let us know what you thought of all the stuff that PlayStation showed. Let us know what else you're most excited about. There's lots there to talk about. Um, in the meantime, you can catch up with me at Paul James P2 on Twitter. Uh, Player2AU on Twitter is for the site itself. You, you can catch up the, with me in any of the weekly content that we're yeah, already putting out. Yeah, all the various shows that we've got. Um, make sure to jump on player2.net.au, check out the E3 hub and everything else that's attached to that. There's You'll see the awesome rest stuff. of the stuff we've done this week uh, and re- many other video. articles. Yeah, and this is the last of our E3 discussions, so enjoy go back and check out all the others for all the different conferences but other than that that's finally that is e3 we can get some sleep i'm gonna until i get up in the morning and watch zelda um yeah that's the thing yeah but with that also zelda ladies and gentlemen there's there's playstation happy e3 and we'll see you next week for whatever it is that we do next see you later